Hey guys, buckle up for a new episode of Friday Night Live on the one and only Men of Purpose Talks podcast. I am your host and founder of the podcast, R. Irvin Padia. Today we are taking an in-depth look at Halloween. What you and your children should know all about it. You don't want to miss this episode. Subscribe now to our podcast in your favorite app so that you won't miss our new episodes that are already out. Just search Men of Purpose Talks. That's Men of Purpose Talks. You can join our mailing list at menofpurpose85 at gmail.com. That's menofpurpose85 at gmail.com to know when new episodes are available. Tonight we have a powerful interview with John Ramirez, an ex-occult devil worshipper, now an evangelist sharing the dangers of Halloween. But first, we go straight into our inspirational speech for the night. This is for all those who are fighting battles alone. This is for those who walk alone and have the strongest direction by Chris Ross and Tyrone Strokes. I hope you enjoy. like sheep will never know who they truly are. Only those who follow their own path can discover their true potential. Those who fly alone have the strongest wings. Those who walk alone have the strongest direction. The rest will always be in need of others for their survival. They will always need attention need recognition to survive. I am at peace alone, needing no attention, no recognition, and still I thrive. I'm not saying those who have support are weak. I'm not saying you must go at it alone to gain strength. This is just for those who have fought battles alone, those who have felt like they don't fit in, those who have never had support in anything they do. All of those who feel no one believes in them. You don't need them to believe in you if you believe in you. You don't need their support if you've got your own back. The best part is when you truly live the life you want to live, when you speak your truth, when you embrace who you are, then you gain real respect and real love. People love those who have the guts to be themselves. Those who have the courage to follow their heart. Why? It's rare. Why? Because most people wish they could do the same. Show them the way. 
keep going. Believe in yourself. It will all come good in the end. And when it does, you won't have only inspired yourself to be more. You will have inspired so many others. I had to learn to fight alone. And because of that, I am strong alone. I am strong. Full stop. I developed inner strength that can't be broken. I am unbreakable. Because of the pain, I am strong. Because of the struggle, I have character most will never know. I appreciate others more than ever. I have more compassion than ever. I had to go deep into the darkness. Now I have more depth. Now I can see clearer. I had to face huge internal challenges. Now I can defeat any challenge. I will destroy every challenge. I am proud of who I have become. I am proud I have overcome. I am proud I kept going. I am proud of who I am, who I have become. I am proud I stay true to myself because now I can live as myself with respect from others and most importantly, pride and respect from myself. speech by Chris Ross and Tyrone Jones. The name of that speech is, this is for all those fighting battles alone. You know, the difference between mercy and grace is mercy gave the prodigal son a second chance. But grace give him a feast that's the difference mercy gave him a second chance but grace gave him a feast Romans chapter 8 verses 18 says what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later if there's a man or a woman that's listening out there, I want you to remember it's not over till God says it's over. Don't give up. Hang in there. Don't throw in the towel. God has not finished with you yet. Dear God, Please grant me the serenity to stop beating myself up for not doing things perfectly, the courage to forgive myself because I'm working on doing better, and the wisdom to know that you already love me just the way I am.
Now here is the song of the night. The song of the, of the night is taken from Fahrenheit. The name of the song is Conquering Lion of Judah. I hope you enjoy. Yo, yo, critical and crucial. Yo, silent one. Like them forget to run things. Like them forget to win control. We talk to them. Conquering lion of the tribe of Judah. In you is my life and future. So be no fair, so be no fair. All authority belongs to you. Conquering lion of the tribe of Judah. In you is my life and future. So be no fair, so be no fair. All authority belongs to you. I saw the general commander to give me an answer. Him hold me steady like anchor. Provider, my sponsor. Him goodness, it shot me like Blanca. Him change my state like Florida. More than a new jersey. So we must fear them, can't dump. We must fear them, can't dump. We must fear them, can't dump. What is that? That is a metal found in a place called Wakanda. Conquering lion and the tribe of Judah. In you is my life and future. So be no fair, so be no fair. All authority belongs to you. Conquering lion and the tribe of Judah. In you is my life and future. So be no fair, so be no fair. All authority belongs to you. Righteous, bold as a lion Hit them be six, we are roll like a giant Stones ready to go lay done More of them giants, plus you deliver like when me a go by appliance One thing me know, me not go by them science Me not sign, me prophesy and show my alliance Stark difference between me and them When Holy Ghost fire flow and me a glow like a iron Conquering lion and the tribe of Judah In you is my life and future So me no fair, so me no fair All authority belongs to you Conquering lion and the tribe So be no fair, all authority belongs to you. Undefeated, the rulers stop the depart from between your feet. Now they shall decept up, depart from Judah. Yeshua, seated at the right hand of the Father. Enemies get driven out without a Uber. Made a good stool, yeah. Cause before the war start, every enemy that choose the parts of a loser. Any other outcome in your mind, make me laugh like a Buddha. That was our song of the night. Great song by Fahrenheit. Congratulations, a new song. Released, I believe, in September. It's a show reminder of who we serve. A conquering lion of the tribe of Judah. We'll be right back.
doctor enough or they go too late. Um, I think when you look at men and their relationship with physicians, most don't go to their doctors until something is wrong. All men on an annual basis uh, should have their cholesterol checked. They should have their blood pressure checked. They should have a prostate exam. They should have a PSA or prostate-specific antigen, if not every year, every two to three years, uh, to help establish a baseline uh, for evaluation of possibly clinically significant prostate cancer in the future. One thing men need to know when they come in, they're often focused on prostate cancer. However, it's important that most men realize uh, that heart attack, stroke, uh, diabetes, hypertension are much more prevalent in the population than prostate cancer is. So while men a lot of times uh, are focused on whether or not they have prostate cancer, we think it's important that they look at the overall big picture. It doesn't do you any good to look for prostate cancer and you not pay attention to things that you have control over such as cholesterol, blood pressure, uh, your diet, weight, and so on. The biggest focus for Men's Health Month is to get men to actually do preventive care, go to the physician. Our biggest uh, issue with men is we know that they tend to delay going to a physician unless something's wrong. Uh, we like to stress the importance to men uh, that it is important to do preventive care, that it's important to have your cholesterol checked, to have your PSA, to have periodic colonoscopy to evaluate for colon cancer. Women do a much better job of uh, annual or every other year surveillance for things such as cervical cancer, breast cancer, and so on. And we're trying to get men to know that it is important to do not only treatment when something's wrong, but also preventative care. One of the things when you look at men's health that would take someone to the physician would be erectile dysfunction. Something's not working properly, so they seek medical attention for that. The key for men to know is, especially younger men who have erectile dysfunction, is it's, it's often associated with other uh, medical conditions such as heart disease, such as diabetes, such as blood pressure problems, and so on. So erectile dysfunction in men, which would take them to the doctor seeking medications, uh, may not just be erectile dysfunction. It may be a signal for something else. So week six in the new season, uh, we have previews, team news, stream links, the schedule, everything you need up at Pro Soccer Talk ahead of another big week in the Premier League. I'm going to start with focusing on, I think it's the biggest game of the week and maybe one of the biggest games of the season, Manchester United against Chelsea. For me, uh, there is a lot of interesting things here. Uh, we have to look at, um, obviously, United's poor defensive form and also Chelsea's poor defensive form. Uh, and I'm going to open the floor here because I, I don't think that we thought that they were both defend this badly. Uh, Chelsea obviously added a few key parts there, uh, but they've both been shocking defensively early in the season. So uh, Nick Mendola, Man United, Chelsea, what are you looking forward to on this one? I'm going to go as far as to call this the closest you can get to a must-win label in week six. Chelsea. 
If they drop points, we'll have dropped points in four of six matches to start the season. Uh, if Manchester United does, it'll be three of five. This is this is nuts. Uh, United's numbers are are not good in almost any area this year that don't that doesn't involve uh, Bruno Fernandez. So um, I look at United being away to PSG uh, on Tuesday. I look at Chelsea facing Sevilla. How do you how do you blend? Which team has more depth? I think that's Chelsea. But then after the weekend, because of this schedule, we mentioned it before with the Champions League, Leipzig for Manchester United and a trip to Krasnodar for Chelsea. So uh, even if it is a bit easier, we saw with Spurs going to Macedonia and Bulgaria, these games are tough. So I think you're looking at one manager potentially being under extreme fire within, what, eight, nine days of today. Yeah, and that's I'm great. just watching. Oh, sorry, Joe. I mean, I'm just, I'm just watching to see if they're still playing for him. Yeah. At what point do they stop playing for him? Uh, because there was a li- there there were shades of it on the weekend against Newcastle, and they I know they pulled it out late and they scored the three goals in the final ten minutes. But the, the body language wasn't great, uh, and from a lot of players, and from key important players that he really needs to to have standout performances for them. So. Uh, the players are going to save his job or, or, you know, or, or send him packing. So I think it's only a matter of time at, at this point. And I really, I really favor Chelsea on this one. You favor Chelsea. I was going to say, um, I just think that Chelsea have enough going forward to just almost abandon defensive responsibilities at this point and just say, you know what, we're going to be the most intense, attacking, exciting team. And neutrals are going to want to switch on each week to watch us play. We're going to win games 5-3, 6-4, whatever. I think that's probably their best course of action. Seeing how they defended against Southampton, who played well, but they should have been outside Chelsea. They shouldn't have let them back into that game. And how many times have we said that under Frank Lampard? So as much as Solskjaer is under pressure, with the money he spent, I think there is that, you, know, you feel the pressure ramping up on Lampard and Chelsea early in the season. And if they don't have a good result in the Champions League against Sevilla, and all of a sudden, you know, Aspilicueta has already come out and said, we haven't been playing to our level. We haven't been playing well enough. And then as soon as players start to say that, especially someone's experienced and, and you know, club captain like Aspilicueta, you know that they're not happy with how things are going. Um, so, yeah, as Nick kicked this off with saying, this is one of the biggest sort of early indications of how this season is going to go for both Chelsea and Man United. Obviously a huge, huge game. Can't wait for it on Saturday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you watch that one. Okay. Welcome back, welcome back. Tonight, we're going to speak about Halloween. What you and your children should know about it. What the church should know about it. And what me, we as men should be able to teach our family about. Today we have an extraordinary guest. A man by the name of John Ramirez. John Ramirez is a popular speaker at both Christian and secular events. He frequently 
is a feature on popular radio and TV shows, formerly a third-ranking high priest of a satanic cult in New York City. John is, an, is now a vibrant evangelist who loves to share the gospel of Jesus Christ wherever he goes. He is the author of many books, including Armed and Dangerous, Unmasking the Devil. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you John Ramirez. My people perish because of the lack of knowledge. And a lot of churches today are going around ignorance. A lot of churches today are, and, 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 and thank God not all, and I'm not knocking the church, and again, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not trying to take, to take stones and pick up stones and throw stones at the church. I am the church of Jesus Christ, you know. But I got brothers and sisters in the church, you know, that needs to be educated. They need to be, they need, they need, they need to know. They need to know in their hearts, man. You know what? You know, I can't serve two masters, you know. I can't put something in, out there from the world and then slap the name Jesus on it and make it seem like, you know, Jesus is all in it. Jesus never tell us to celebrate these kind of things, you know. We celebrate the cross. We celebrate Jesus Christ. We celebrate salvation. We celebrate when, when one soul gets saved. We celebrate on the earth. There's two parties going on when a soul gets saved. One on the earth because we celebrate with that person and one in heaven that the, that the angels are doing cartwheels because someone got saved. That's what we need. We need to go back to the foundation of the truth of Jesus Christ. Let's stop playing games. Let's stop bringing stuff into the church as entertainment and, and because we want to get people into the church. Listen, it's, it's, let me get you, let me get it straight, pastors and out and people out there, evangelists or whatever you want to call yourself. You know, let's get it straight. People come to the church because the Holy Spirit draws you to the church. The Holy Spirit draws you to the church. Our job is to preach truth. Our job is to to, to take meet people like Pastor C would say, meet people where they are. You know, you don't have you can come the way you are. You don't have to stay that way because it's the Holy Spirit that does transformation. It's the Holy Spirit that sets you free. It's the Holy Spirit that strips off the great clothing. Like he told Lazarus, come out of your grave. Come forth, Lazarus. Come out of your grave, so and so. Come out of your grave tonight. Let's stop mixing this. Let's stop mixing this whole situation with the world and the church. Because you know what you get when you mix things up. You get something that is deformed, and Christ is never in it. So let's truth. Let truth be truth. And let's stop playing games with the things of God. Let's stop playing games and dressing it up and calling it Jesus or, or buying candy and putting wrappers around it with Jesus is this, Jesus is that. Jesus is not in the candy. Jesus is not in the basket. Jesus is not in Halloween. Come on, I practiced this thing for 25 years, man. I did. I played a game for 25 years. I played a Halloween game. My, my favorite holiday in the devil's holiday was Halloween. You know, and then after Halloween, which is the 31st, there's another holiday right after that, 24 hours later, all day, all, all saints day, which is all devil's day. Because the only saints that are here is us. We got saved, saved by grace. So, Brother P, I'm going to pass it on to you, my brother. I, I'm, 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 listen, don't get me, don't get me wrong. My man, I'm not angry. I'm rejoicing, but I you know I, I, I the, the, the truth needs to be told tonight. And I pray that this message will go around the world and wake up the church and bring the church to the place that needs to be, to the truth of Jesus Christ. We need to win souls. We don't need to be playing Halloween. We need to win souls. We need to win people for the Lord. We need to set people free. We need to preach the gospel, the true gospel, not that phony stuff that's being preached all over the place now. Not that sugar cane, candy cane, ice cream stuff that's being preached. We need to preach truth. If you have celebrated Halloween, you got open doors. The devil has you by the throat. 
First of all, when you put, when you put, when you start putting, addressing your door into demonic activities in your door, that's a door that you're telling the devil, you have right to come into my house, to own my kids, to own my wife, to own my husband, to own my finances, to own my ministry, to own my purpose, to own my destiny. I give it to you. That's what you're telling the devil. I'm giving you permission to come into my house because I already marked my door. Okay, because I knew when I was in Halloween, when I was in witchcraft for 25 years, and the reason I go back to the 25 year situation is because there were different levels how we celebrated Halloween. There were different levels how we put witchcraft on people's doors, depending how they how they dress the door up. You know, when you put pumpkins, you carve out pumpkins and stuff like that. First of all, pumpkin belongs is a symbol of a demon called a chew in the Santeria business. And Achun is the most, the youngest demon in the Santeria business, which he, she is the most dangerous. She, 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 they, they, they call her, she's the mother of the river. That's what they call her. So all the witchcraft that they, they, they do in the river, they're dedicated to Achun. Achun is an African name. They come from the Jeroa religion, which is in Santeria. It's called the religion here in America. So you combine yourself, your, 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 your purpose and your destiny into that demon. They now control your house. When you carve the pumpkin, when you put the pumpkin at the door, you're inviting a principality to come into your house and ruin your marriage. And first of all, Achun is, Achun is a demon that hates marriage. Achun is a demon, and I'm giving you a, 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 a broad spectrum of how this demon operates. And you're inviting this demon to come into your house, take over your marriage, destroy your husband. Okay, because she has, she has, she has the characteristic of a Jezebel. So you're inviting this thing into your house. And you can't stop what you can't see. You see? So, so, so when you, so, and, and, and then when you give out candy, when you're out on the door giving out candy, another symbolic situation when you're on the door and celebrating giving out candy to people and everything, the devil gives you treats. The devil gives you things that you want. The devil gives you things that you like. The devil gives you things that he can entertain you with. You're playing the devil when you do these things. You're opening doors, say that you're telling the enemy, and, and as foolish as my son, as minor as my son, you know the great thing that the devil does? He makes things sound foolish. He makes things sound like, oh, that's not going to affect me. The devil knows how to play into that, in, in that arena, that arena of, of ignorance. He knows how to play you like a puppet. So when you open the doorways of the church, and you celebrate harvest, and you celebrate Halloween, because it's really Halloween. That's what you celebrate. You just smack in the name of Jesus on it and you put it in your church instead of your kids going knocking from one door to another. You bring you, you bring generational curses onto these children in the church. So when the kids grow up, the majority of these kids, then when they grow up, if, if, if these doors are not closed, they go into the occult, they go into a new age, they go into other religion except Christianity, or they go back into the world. And then who for is it? The parents. So today you've been warned. Today you've been you've been you've been your eyes are open. Your spiritual eyes are open today. So so what is it? Why is it that we need to celebrate something that has to do with the world? Like Pastor Pete explained, something that has a, a demonic history about it. How is it that we we are going to to to, to put the slap the name Jesus on it and make it ours? I don't see the world celebrating Good Friday like the way we celebrate it. I don't see the world celebrating uh, Resurrection Sunday the way we celebrate it. So why is it we, we have to celebrate what they believe in, what they what they are accustomed to, because they think that the devil dresses it up with candy. 
or the devil dressing up with cartoon, with, with, with costumes and, and outfits or painting the faces and stuff to that nature. So how is it that now, now, now we okay, we can do this, we can do the same thing, you know. Hey, God understands. No, God understands. See, first of all, one thing you have to understand, God does not understand sin. Because when you practice these things, you're in sin. You're, you're in disobedience. You're in rebellion. And rebellion is a spirit of witchcraft you bring into your house. So, so, so these, these I, I, I'm calling out to the churches with a lot of love today. I'm telling the churches, stop what you're doing. You know, sila, stop and meditate. Be careful. You're warned. You know, we're just being watchmen on the wall to tell you that these diabolical practices, all same thing in, in the witchcraft religion and spiritualism, all same thing is it, 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 things that we, we, we honor the dead. We honor our relatives. We put food out. We put flowers out. We put candles out. I mean, what, what that has to do with Jesus? That it, that it's intertwined with the 31st. So as, as you celebrate the 31st, you already intertwine yourself to this all same thing, whether you know it or not. Because you see, the devil likes ignorance. The devil loves ignorance. The devil loves ignorant Christians. Because, you know, it's, it's like the person who said, well, I don't believe in witchcraft. Oh, good, I'm glad you don't. Because when I was in witchcraft and you didn't believe in it, you was the easier target than the person that did believe in it. So if, when you don't believe in something, so oh, that's not going to affect me. You're the first victim that the devil's looking for. You're the primary target. You are a, a great candidate for the devil's hands to get on you. For him to do what he has to do. Because if you don't believe it, you ain't going to pray. If you don't believe it, you ain't going to repent. If you don't believe it, you're not going to seek God. If you don't believe it, you know, you're never going to close those doors. So today is a day of repentance. Today is a day to make right with God. Today say, you know, Lord, I remember two years ago I dressed up. I went to this party. Lord, I remember two years ago I, I opened the door and I celebrated this Halloween thing. It's time to repent. Listen, I live in a building in, in, the, in the city and Brother Pete came over to my house today. They, they have a list every, 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 a week before Halloween, they have a list of, uh, 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 you can sign your name on it. And you can sign your name on this list and you can say, you can give the permission to, uh, the neighbors. It's 37 stories. I think they got over 500 apartments and kids that live in here. You can sign your name so they got permission to knock on your door so you can do the trick or treat and open your door and give out candy. I've been here for 14 years. My name is not even on that list. Because I will not celebrate something that's not gonna honor God. I will not give something that is not going to bring a soul to Christ. I'm not going to put myself on the line for something that is not going to change someone's life. Amen. So, 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 what are you doing when you get it, when you get yourself into practicing these diabolical practices, and now you call it holy? Like Brother Pete broke it down so beautifully. I mean, the history. Now you know the history. Now you know. That this situation doesn't point to the cross. Now you know this situation doesn't bring glory to God. You know this situation doesn't set anybody free. Matter of fact, it, cap it, it captures people into a place of the mind when you dress us up. Matter of fact, in Halloween, one of the things that the witches or the, the, the religion I was in, they, they wanted people to dress up on, on the 31st. Because when you can dress up, you change someone's identity spiritually. So when the person, when you put a costume on your kid, you paint his face, you change his identity. Now the devil has legal rights over your child. The devil has legal rights over your home. When the devil has legal rights over your marriage, he has legal rights over everything that you have opened the door to. I don't care how much you pray. I don't care how much you go to church. If you open that door, the door will be open until you make right with God. 
Matter of fact, let me let me get, let me go a little deeper with this. When you celebrate Halloween and you celebrate and you put a name on it that is not even Halloween, you put a name on it, you know, or, or you know, the harvest or whatever you want to call it. You, you know, you tie your, you, you intertwine yourself into the whole 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 spectrum of what it is. Here in New York City, I mean, Brother Pete knows. Here in New York City, you know this, Pete. The biggest demonic parade. When is it? Halloween. On West Village, when all the homosexual, all the homosexual people come out, it's a parade, a perversion of demonic and everything that celebrate Halloween parade. I got married on Halloween. Tell me about I got, I got married on Halloween when all the demons showed up and blessed, and blessed my wedding. When <laughs> I got I got married on October 31st, and I, I, I don't remember the year. I mean, to me at this point, it's not really important. Uh, but I got married on October 31st. I had a demonic wedding, and and and. I invited people to come to my wedding. I even had a reception. No one came. Everybody was afraid. Halloween, all demons from different principalities, different regions came and blessed my wedding. So, 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 how is it that you you, you tell me that you're gonna put a different name on it, but it's the same? It's the same. It's like me taking the devil and, and giving them a different name, but it's the same devil. Y'all could have picked any day for that, and October 31st, because there was significance in the demonic kingdom. Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. The same way in the demonic world, Halloween, demonic, all, all saints, all that stuff was engrafted in my heart at one time. So it, it, I lived in both sides. I, I, I praise God for the new address. Amen. 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 I praise God for the new address. Amen. Thank God for the new address. After 25 years, I got relocated. But I celebrated that for 25 years. So, so you can't tell me, pastor, or you can't tell me, evangelist, or you can't tell me, church minister, that, 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 that it's different. I lived it for 25 years. I sat on it for 25 years. I played with it for 25 years. I entertained it for 25 years. I sacrificed animals for 25 years. You're going to tell me that it's different? You're going to tell me because you put a different name on it, it's the same devil? You know, I remember in 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 in, 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 in Santeria they call Olofi, they call the devil. In in in, in 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 spiritualism they call him Sambia. You know, the devil got a different name, but it's the same devil. Very powerful, very powerful excerpt from Evangelist John Ramirez. Understanding Halloween. Today I want to go a little bit deeper into what Halloween is all about and how it's important for us as a church to understand it more so I'll be right back in in just 30 seconds all three of them were smoking no not my son I told him never to touch any smokes so so he'd never disrespect me hello was it your idea to smoke why? It's because he wants to be like you. Isn't it time to quit?
waters we are trying to make it holy. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 11 says, And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Where will this woeful apostasy for the love of Halloween lead? The answer is quite obvious. It's going to lead to our destruction as a nation. At family.org, a website of Focus on the Family Ministry. A book by Kim Wire and Pam McCurry was being promoted and sold entitled Redeeming Halloween Celebrating Without Selling Out. Yes, the name of the book was Redeeming Halloween Celebrating Without Selling Out on the family.org website under the resource description tab check it out they put the word seize the day making Halloween holy then the description continues celebrate Halloween without selling out balance love with conviction while creating treasured childhood memories for your children here's a guide to fun guilt-free ideas on everything from costumes and decorating hints to original party suggestions you may say but even we don't really celebrate Halloween in Trinidad I tend to disagree this year is only because of COVID-19 that we are not thinking about it. There are some states in America that when the governors told them they can't celebrate Halloween, There was a major uproar. The government and the officials had to repeal, had to retreat and surrender because of the love for Halloween in America. Trust me, they have so loved. The word of God clearly condemns witchcraft as a sin in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 23. Halloween is a witch's holiday it is the witch's holy day halloween is the second biggest holiday for witches their biggest holiday is actually in may considering the witch's holiday of halloween one witch said in magiccauldrum.com magical qualities when the veil between the worlds is at its thinnest 
one of the prime sabbaths for doing all kinds of magics including including shape shifting astral travel astral communication honoring the dead and working with the fairies Redeem, redeeming the the myth if you look at the the back cover you would see it reads halloween used to be a time of innocent fun for kids halloween used to be a time of innocent fun for kids choosing a fun costume going to neighbor's house for candy and it's all laugh and playful what could be better it's innocent we shouldn't stress anybody it's an innocent fun that we're having but in recent years halloween has become a controversial subject among christians some parents see it as a pagan holiday with evil origins and some parents simply ignore it and some let their children go trick or treating hoping they won't run into anyone from the church what a deceptive lie halloween was and always will be an issue with bible believing christians because of the godless harry potter series interest in witchcraft and the occult have flourished globally more and more people are attracted to this type of madness the witches themselves admit here's a quote from a satanist harry in an absolute godsend to our cause said the high priest egan of the first church of satan in salem an organization like ours thrives on new blood no pun intended and we've had more applicants than we can handle lately so the controversial issue of halloween may have been heightened by the evils of harry potter's witchcraft but the truth is that halloween was demonic from its inception The Encyclopedia Britannica, Halloween, also called All Hallows Eve or All Hallows Evening, a holy or hallowed evening observed on October the 31st, the eve of All All Saints Day. In modern times, it is the occasion for pranks and for children requesting treats or threatening tricks. In ancient Britain and Ireland, the Celtic festival of Samhain Eve was observed on October 31st at the end of summer. This date was also the eve of the new year in both Celtic and Anglo-Saxon times and was the occasion for one of the laws and land tenures were renewed. The souls of the dead were supposed to revisit their homes on this day and the 
Atom Festival acquired sinister significance with ghosts, witches, black cats, fairies, and demons of all kinds said to be roaming about. It was a time to placate the supernatural powers controlling the process of nature. In addition, Halloween was thought to be the most favorable time for divinations concerning marriage, luck, health, and death. It was the only day on which the help of the devil was invoked for such purpose. Halloween used to be a time of innocent fun for kids, one person said. Halloween, my dear, was never innocent. The author of Redeeming Halloween Celebrating Without Selling Out are foolishly wrong to claim that Halloween used to be innocent. Halloween was never innocent, any more than innocent tiger. That same tiger that the owner thought that he could obtain that ripped his owner and the trainer, Roy Horn of the Seyfried and Roy, the shreds in 2003 Christians who take their children trick-or-treating or let their children go on their own ought to feel guilty because Halloween is the devil's day no child of God should support such a wicked holiday just because nearly everyone does it doesn't justify it most people have no problem going down to the beach to watch people walk around take a bath that is not sinful likewise Halloween is of the devil and many Christians who celebrate it is either ignorant or just plain lazy of the truth two women who altered redeeming Halloween without selling out suggest appropriate costumes for children to wear on Halloween they ought to be ashamed of themselves if they are indeed true believers you see you cannot redeem Halloween even the very title of their book tells on them redeeming halloween why don't they write another book entitled redeeming the unredeemable redeeming abortion without killing the child how in the name of of righteousness can we redeem a satanic holy day how can you celebrate a satanic holy day without selling out you cannot and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather reprove them 
Ephesians 5.11 He cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of the devils. He cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the devils. 1 Corinthians 10.21 Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lavishness, idolatry, witchcraft. Galatians 5.19-20 Wherefore, Come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. 2 Corinthians 6, 17 You cannot redeem Halloween any more than you could redeem murder. There's absolutely no way to make Halloween a holy day unto the Lord. I want to quote from the back of the book again. Halloween used to be an innocent fun for kids. Choosing a fun costume. Going to neighbors houses for candy. What could be better? But in recent years Halloween has become a controversial subject among many Christians. Some parents see it as a pagan holiday with evil origins. Some parents ignore it. And some let their kids go trick-or-treating, hoping they won't run into anyone from church. The whole tone of this paragraph is against Christ-honoring parents who faithfully take a biblical stand against Hell-O-Ween. Yes, I said Hell-O-Ween. It's not a typo. I didn't misspeak. Some parents see it as a pagan holiday. It is a pagan holiday. The parents who don't see it as a pagan holiday are either cannot believers or not saved at all. Redeeming Halloween? You can't redeem Halloween. You are blinded by the masses who allow their children to threaten people with a trick if they don't get a treat. If you think this is just ham, less fun, think again. Celebrating Halloween is idolatry. We read later that professed Christians took the observation and Christianized it, continuing that the encyclopedia article above says origins of Halloween by the end of the first century AD, the Roman Empire had conquered most of the Celtic lands. In the process of incorporating the Celts, into an empire, the Romans adapted and ab absorbed some Celtic traditions as part of their own pagan and Catholic religious observations. In Britain, Romans blended local Samian costumes with their own pagan harvest festival honoring Pomona, goddess of fruit trees. Some scholars have suggested that the game of bobbing for apples derived from this Roman association with the holiday with fruit. Pure Celtic influences lingered long on the western fringes of Europe, especially in areas that were never brought firmly under Roman control, such as Ireland, Scotland, and the Brittany region of the northwestern France. In these areas, Samain was abandoned only when the local people converted to Christianity. 
but in the early mid ages a period that lasted from the 5th to the 15th century the European church often incorporated and modified versions of older religious traditions in order to win converts for example Pope Gregory V sought to replace Samain with All Saints Day in 835 All Souls Day closer in the spirit of Samain and modern Halloween was first instituted at a French monastery in 998 so we see that the roots of this festival are found to be demonic some try to christianize it to appease idolaters but who really converted who was the one that was converted in this situation it was the idolaters that converted the quote-unquote Christians since quote-unquote the Christian is the largest religion in America Halloween is a common place of course Catholics are not all the Christians in North America because they trust upon the sacraments Mary and good works for salvation only through faith in Jesus Christ alone can anyone be saved sadly many genuine Christians are guilty of celebrating Halloween believers are supposed to set standard not imitate the world in Halloween careful of Halloween be very careful of what you internalize be very careful what you expose your children to Halloween is a bloodthirsty evil satanic festival that's all the time we have for today time goes by so fast this has been another episode of Men of Purpose Talks, our Friday night live edition where we are here every Friday 9 to 10 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. Thank you for joining me for this podcast of Understanding Halloween. Remember that you can join our email list at menofpurpose85 at gmail.com for more new and upcoming episodes. Tell us how this episode helped you. And if you have any questions, any suggestions, please send us a message and we will sure get back to you.
If you have feedback on today's episode, tweet us at Men of Purpose 2. Send us a tweet, Men of Purpose 2. So thank, thank you for joining us. We'd love to hear from you. Join us again next time for more Men of Purpose Talks. See you again next Friday, same time. God bless you.